Hey guys, Brandon Harris here, Freedom Movement USA, the Tattooed Conservative and the Weekly Deplorable Special Show again Friday, guys. Yesterday, we were in Homer Glen, Illinois. We had a small gathering of people, a small rally, and we did one in Algonquin last Sunday. 400 people last Friday in Chicago. Despite the media's lies, we had roughly about, say, 1,100 to almost 2,000 people. And guys, we're moving into June. We're in the, We're in May. We've been locked down for months. The governor is now utilizing the shutdown. The governor is now utilizing the stay-at-home order as a way to get Illinois bailed out. He's already told the president what he needs. We want $40 billion to bail out our own mistakes by our crooked leftist politicians. And now you have to suffer because of that. How is that acceptable? How is that feasible? At this point, how are Illinoisans okay with sitting at home Scared for their lives, losing everything, so we can play a bailout game, guys. Yes, the virus is something to worry about, but no, at this point, this isn't what we need to be living for. This is an overreach, this is an overstep, it's an abuse of power, and J.B. Pritzker needs to be held accountable. Guys, I don't understand how this man can hand us a five-phase plan, just holding us out long enough, just shutting enough down long enough to get the federal government to bail out Illinois, and then we're going to blame President Trump? We're going to blame President Trump, who hasn't been here for 40 years, like Michael Madigan. We're going to blame President Trump, who hasn't played in the circles and tried buying Senate seats, like J.B. Pritzker, who takes toilet seats off of his home for tax breaks. No, we're going to blame the President of the United States of America, guys. We're going to blame the man who has fought to build the best economy America's ever seen, who has fought to make America great again, because we've got nothing better to do. Just like Pelosi and Schumer in D.C., these people who have 10... 20, 30, 40 years of experience. And yes, Pritzker's a first-time politician, but he's played the circles. He's been a mega donor. He's tried buying Senate seats with, you know, Blagojevich just getting out, guys. Look back to those tapes. The corruption has been there. The scandal has been there. And now we're going to push this onto the federal government. We're going to beg them to bail out what Madigan and his cronies have done to Illinois for 40 years. It's ridiculous. It's holding you back. It's holding me back, it's holding business back, and it's holding Illinois back as a whole, folks. We're allowing one man, one regime, to hold us back to a point where we could potentially destroy the United States economy and Illinois' economy for many years to come. And why are we doing that, folks? It's simple. We're not doing that because at this point everybody's scared of the virus. We're not holding certain things back. If you can go to Walmart, you can go to Costco, you can go to Walgreens, you surely can go get your hair done with a mask. You surely can go get your nails done with a mask. You surely can do a lot of these things. Why aren't we being allowed to? Because the more time we stay shut down, the more money we lose, the more revenue that is lost, the more likely we will be for a federal bailout of our pension crisis. That's as simple as it gets. I don't see President Trump giving us the bailout. And I see Americans seeing what's going on, but I see Illinoisans and a lot of Illinoisans who don't quite understand the factuality of what it is. And what that means, folks, is at the end of the day, when Trump doesn't bail us out, when the federal government does not bail Illinois out, and Illinois crashes, and it crashes hard, this will be a desolate island. We're looking at Pritzker pushing through his taxes. Well, most of us haven't paid our bills. Most of us cannot pay rent, mortgage, utilities, a good chunk of his citizens are struggling, and he's continuing his fight forward. Why? Guys, he's continuing that fight forward for a bailout. Folks, if we look at a national level, we need to be reminded the people who have been tested on a national level 
Only 20% of them have come back with coronavirus. Less than 1% are dying. Yes, the virus is scary. Yes, this is something we need to be prepared for. We should have possibly had certain procedures in place well ahead of time, especially at nursing homes. Symphony and Joliet, my own town. The loss of life there has been horrific. But guys, we also need to think about this. Ladies and gentlemen, we need a plan. We need a plan. We need real leadership in Illinois. We need to take back our state because if we don't, there won't be one to take back. We're allowing a dictator at this point in Chicago, Lori Lightfoot shut the city down. We're allowing a dictator in a statewide level, our governor, J.B. Pritzker, to shut the state down and to play a game of cards with your life and mine so they can gain something. How is it that a man that's taken $380 million in stimulus money, whose wife's on vacation, a mayor who's getting her hair cut, can tell us what we can and cannot do? I say we reopen. I say you join us in Chicago tomorrow. Join us in Homer Glen on Monday or on Sunday. Join us in Orland Park on Monday. Join us for a rally, guys. We'll be back after the break. Guys, Brandon Harris, the Tattoo Conservative, back for my second segment here. Now, when I talk about opening Illinois, when I come to you guys, I'm throwing my rallies. We're doing our events by all means. I think there needs to be a legislator process here. I think Jim Durkin, um, our Illinois Republican lead, and I think people like, you know, Sue Rezin and Mark Batnick, other state representatives and state senators, should have the opportunity to speak here. I don't think Dictator Pritzker should be the one in control, guys. I think that we have a, a legislative system for a reason. We have processes for a reason. Um, this shutdown has all out given away our power of control, our self-respect, and our dignity to a handful of people. And at no point in American history was this planned for. At no point in American history was this supposed to be the case. Do I think that we're headed down a scary path? Hell yes, I do. Do I think that this could turn out to be detrimental to our future, detrimental to my children's future and yours? Hell yes, I do. Do I think that there is a safe way to do this? You better believe it. Do I think that we need to open schools and movie theaters and concerts tomorrow? Well, gosh, no. You know, people criticize me heavily for doing rallies, for doing protests. And you know what? I sat down uh, yesterday and it was a large pill to swallow to think that younger and older people are getting sick. And I've got this wonderful 83-year-old supporter who shows up to every rally. And I sat down with the man yesterday and I said, you know, you're a great guy. We really appreciate your support. I even did a YouTube video with him and I asked the man, I said, you know, you're in the danger zone. You know, me being an activist, I'm out here trying to make a difference, but you're in the danger zone, sir. You know, it's great to have you here, but what are you doing? And, you know, this man looks up at me and what he told me after that just pulled my heartstrings. And he said, Brandon, I'm 83. When I first was born, Roosevelt was president. During the Reagan days, we took for granted our freedom. We took for granted our liberties. All I want is the freedom to metal detect. That pulled my heartstrings, guys. When an 83-year-old man who has lived through the Holocaust, who has lived through the 80s, lived through the Russian crisis, is sitting there telling me that they took for granted their freedom, and he feels bad, and he is showing up to rallies, every single one we hold, that is intimidating, guys. That's a lot to swallow. We're allowing the system to control us. We're allowing exactly what Venezuela allowed less than 15 years ago. I mean, I went to order food last night from Wendy's and Grubhub. There were a shortage of beef. It's not, you know, games anymore. It's not rumors. It's not conspiracy theory. We're having meat shortages. We're having food shortages. We're having financial shortages. Myself and my family included. My business has taken a 90% hit. 
That's the reason you guys hear so much from me right now. I've always been an activist, but not this active. Why am I this active? Because I've lost clients. I've lost customers. I've lost tons of revenue. And I've lost employees. I usually have 8 to 10 people working for me at this time of year. Right now, myself and my wife have been pretty much isolated outside of our events that we do seven days a week. We've been like this now for going on 47 days. For the most of us, the majority of us, this has gotten to a point where this is irrelevant. Self, self-health, sorry guys, I slipped there. Self-care, mental care. People need to think about that capacity this is going to take long-term. Financial care, financial stimulation, financial growth. I mean, Will County Board, I was talking to Steve Balich, a board member yesterday who's also on Freedom Movement. And he goes, kid, I got to vote. And the Democrats want to prolong these taxes and hit everybody with one big lump sum. I'd rather see people have to pay now and, you know, at least have a payment to make or make some sort of payment because who the heck is going to be able to come up with five months of revenue at the end of this? We've literally destroyed our country as we know it. I go around my neighborhood and I see more and more homes for sale. I see more and more families leaving. Illinois is dying, guys. And all we've done is allowed J.B. Pritzker and the Madigan machine to again pull out the hammer, pull out the box of nails, and lay a couple more in the coffin of the state of Illinois. We need to step up. We need to unify. We need to peacefully gather. We need to take back control. And we need to set the precedence. By all means, we need to do this safely. By all means, we need to do this lawfully. But guys, now is the time to take back this state before there's nothing to take back. Year after year, I've been in politics since 2007. I am 30 years old. I have heard, save Illinois. Illinois is dying. Well, guys, Illinois has been in hospice for about eight years. We're putting the final needles in the coffin. It's up to guys like you and me. I'll be back after the break. Hey guys, Brandon Harris back with the Weekly Deplorable, my special episode. We've been talking about the coronavirus, um, Illinois, and the path the state's headed down. And realistically, guys, we need a fix. We need a fix quick. We're headed down a scary path. And uh, we're going to go ahead and rally this weekend again at the Thompson Center. 1 to 5 on Saturday. We'll be at Homer Glen on Sunday. And uh, Orland Park on Monday. We will not um, take our time now to be locked down. We will not comply. We're going to show that we can open this state safely, do things in a safe manner, and get back to work. So for those of you that follow us, for those of you that stay tuned, you can go to www.freedommovementusa.com slash events, or you can go onto the Facebook page, find the upcoming events this weekend, help us tell Governor Pritzker enough is enough. And guys, we mean this seriously. We're going to be moving forward. We're going to stop with the negative rhetoric. I do not want to see any negative or hateful signs at our rallies. You will be asked to leave immediately. Please leave all firearms at home, all children below the ages of 14. And please, if you're over 80, if you really, really, really are determined to come out, I cannot stop you. But I ask that you think about your health um, as we don't want to push any negative rhetoric. We don't want to do the same as our counterparts. So, guys, we really look forward to seeing you guys this weekend. We're going to be moving forward and fighting for a better tomorrow. But ultimately, the goal here, to save the state of Illinois, to save Illinois as we know it, before the world is over, guys. Before the world as we know it ends financially, we collapse, and the state goes into a massive deficit. So, guys, we hope you stay tuned. Hope you enjoy uh, the message. And uh, this is a short one, but we'll be checking out. Brandon Harris, the Tattooed Conservative, I'll be back on Sunday night. When you think of the future of Illinois, think Eric Wallace. Eric Wallace is running for 
Illinois State Senate. Eric Wallace is a doctor, a minister, and a longtime resident of his district. Think Eric Wallace for Illinois. www.wallaceforillinois.net.